What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Against All Odds podcast, episode like seven now. I'm here with Brian Reyes. Uh, damn, I've probably made that sound so white, huh? No, it sounds, <laughs> sounds amazing. Sounds good, man. Um, so roll intro, and then we'll get into Brian's story. All right, so Brian, tell me your your name, where you're from, where you're born, um, position, and age. <clears throat> All right, so. Yeah, like Matt said, Brian Reyes. Um, I'm originally from Honduras, born, but raised in New York. I was raised in the Bronx. I moved to the Bronx when I was eight years old. And um, yeah, my, I'm 27 years old. And um, in position, position, sentiment, defensive mid. Yeah. And um, so you said you're born in Honduras. Born in Honduras. And how was growing up in Honduras? How was being down there? Everything. It was it was great, man. My childhood was great. Yeah. Just soccer all day. So school. then, so Spanish was your first language then. Spanish was my first language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and did you play soccer all the way from like as soon as you could walk, pretty much? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. I come from a family that plays soccer. Uncles. Mm-hmm. My dad played some soccer. Um, cousins. So it's like uh, my whole family actually plays soccer. Yeah. 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 It, it, did anyone in your family play like high level professional or anything? Yeah. Cousin of mine, he plays for Girona, first division, Spain. Oh wow! And um, yeah, he plays for the national team, and um, yeah, he's like top, top, top league. That's sick. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so were you playing with your cousin, like that cousin, growing up and everything? Yeah, too? back in Honduras, we played together. We played together. Um, actually, his older brother, he also played in Europe, like his whole career. Uh huh. He played national. He played national team. He played. Um, he played Champions League with his club right really? back in Hungary because he played for Debrecen, which is like the biggest club in Hungary. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so he's, he's pretty big. Now he's retired now, but and um, Anthony's still playing. That's so, sick. So you come from a family just deep soccer players, yeah. like good soccer players growing up. Um, do you feel like because of that, like you had like an advantage at a young age? Like do you feel like you were better <clears throat> than a lot of your other uh, friends and peers because you just came from such a soccer uh, but at the same time in Honduras I bet is that like everybody like, yeah that's like a, that's like I would say a, I wouldn't say a religion but like you grow up like every kid grows up playing soccer mm-hmm. but I never I never like seen it like okay I'm better because my family plays soccer I just it was just a passion to me it was a dream you know it was <clears> a dream since since I was a little kid and then when did you, you said you moved to the Bronx when you were eight? I moved to the Bronx when I was eight, yeah. How did you go from, how did your family was able to, to go from the Bronx, or from Honduras to the Bronx? Was it a job or how did they get? My mom was there first. Okay. And then, you know, eventually I moved, I moved to, the, to, the, to New York and high school, my middle school played soccer there in the Bronx, parks in the Bronx, mm-hmm. and um, Manhattan, it's, yeah. That's 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 really cool. Yeah. Uh, did you find it? Could you speak English when you moved there? No, no, no. So it was like, uh, so I, you know, I had to learn. You know, I went to this bilingual school. You know, you you know, in the U.S. you get the help to you know get through all this. Mm-hmm. So I got the help, and eventually, you know, I just started speaking English. And um, <laughs> yeah. So Cause that, that's like a common theme of when I've talked to a lot of people. Like Sip came over here, yeah. only speaking French. Couldn't speak a word of English, <laughs> and he just came into school and, and uh, yeah. <laughs> came into came into school and just had to yeah. literally just learn English from a crazy young age, right. just thrown into it. Yeah, 
But I feel like with Spanish, New York in your neighborhood, was there a lot of Spanish speakers? There was a lot, yeah, uh-huh. a lot, a lot, a lot. That, that helped me a lot. Uh, my sister spoke English, so that helped me a lot as well. Cousins, they all spoke English, mm-hmm. born there, born in, in, in the U.S., so it helped me a lot, yeah. When you were <clears throat> going back to Honduras, when you were in Honduras, were you on any, like, organized teams, or it was just all just play in the park? Uh, when I was, I mean, I was eight, right? So I, well, mm-hmm. when I was like seven, seven, eight, from seven to eight, I was training with Maraton. Maraton is like one of the clubs, one of the biggest clubs in Honduras. But then eventually I just, you know, just stopped playing because I had to move to the U.S., mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, that's pretty much how, how it went. When... When you were with Marathon, was that, was that good? This, Marathon. Yeah. Marathon. 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 Yeah. Yeah, when you were with Marathon, uh, how many days a week did you train? Like, I mean, this is super young, like seven, eight yeah, years old. Yeah, seven, but. eight. Like, I didn't see it as, like, a, I was just going, like, kick the ball around and, like, try to have fun. But, you know, I was really young. At a young age, you don't you don't really know what you want, but you're just going with the flow. You know, yeah. you're going and just you're go playing. Where your parents and, drop you off? Yeah. Um, and then when you moved to the Bronx, how did you feel, like, in terms of soccer, like, the level? Did you feel like you were now coming from Honduras, playing with one of the big club down there, coming to the Bronx of New York? Did you feel like you were one of the better soccer players of your friend group or still, like, just kind of just playing? When I got to the, like, Manhattan Soccer Club, which is the club I played for, like, you know, during my youth mm-hmm. back, in, back in New York, my first training, like, the coach was impressed. Yeah. But Compared to my other teammates, I mean, I didn't think I was like, oh, wow, amazing. But I started getting feedbacks from them. And yeah. like, oh, man, you're good. You're fast. You're, um, you're strong. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good. So, you know, I just, it just gave me this, like, um, just confident, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe this is, this is for me. Maybe I can start doing this. By now, I was, what, um, uh, 10, 11. So it took me about two years to like start like playing like at, at a club like division and stuff. Mm-hmm. Before then, I was just go to park, go to the park and like just kick around. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, how was how was the transition from like? Did you feel like when you were just playing at a park in the Bronx? Did you were you playing every day? First of all, I was playing every like day. every day. Yeah. Like after school, like I was just fun like go to the park like uh-huh. the, the nearest park and just. Just find pickups, yeah. Just because I needed to, to kick a ball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how was the the park? The parks were probably crazy in New York. I bet there's tons of kids yeah. everywhere. Huh? Yeah, yeah. There's not yeah. a problem it's to find teams or not a problem at all. Like you find pickups every day. Uh-huh. Like literally every day, you you find a, a pickup game. So it was good. It kept me. It kept me like you know, occupied on on the soccer side. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you went to the club, did you have a problem going from like, oh, now I have a coach telling me what to do? Or just, again, no problem at all? No you problem s- at you all. Like like, you're a very laid back guy. Yeah. Like, I feel like it, you transitioned to that well. Yeah, I uh-huh. did. I mean, uh, coach would let me like, you know, just play my game and, you know, just 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 be you, you mm-hmm. know, be free, play, you know. And, yeah. And at, age, at age, like that age, 10, 11, were you starting to become more of a defensive center maybe like transition was, to that or did I was you just... actually a, a, a right back right back I was a right back I uh-huh. started playing right back and eventually I kept moving up like right mid uh-huh and like 
after like during college I played center mid and then after college I went to to Hungary and then I just started playing center mid like offensive mid defensive mid uh-huh. yeah that's funny a lot of players I feel like start higher up the field and then work uh-huh. their way back and you started back and worked your way up and, and then work, yeah. came back in the center. Yeah. That's, that's fun. And I always say that, too, like with players, it's like, especially kids, a lot of kids, I feel like, get so locked into one position. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes that's fine. If you're like a striker, you know, right. in your blood, mm-hmm. okay, center back, you want to just be that position. Yeah. But I feel like a majority of the pros have a couple positions they can play, like, right. under their belt, yeah. you know? Because you even played right back this year in some of the preseason games. Yeah. 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 So, like... Everybody can play like a few right. different positions. Well, I think that's good. good. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Um, and then so 10-11 now, you're playing right back. Playing right back. Playing right back for your club. Um, how was your club? Was it like one of the top teams in New York? Was it like a, we, a great um, setup or what? It, it was good. I mean, we, we played stake up, um, nationals, regionals. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was pretty good. It was, it was like it was a travel team. So uh, like we travel all over the states which was a great experience for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we were, like, top top team in, in our region, in New York. Eventually, you know, we just kept moving up and up. You just kept growing, and you just start, like, taking this serious. To me, it was it started getting serious because, I mean, I kept improving. Yeah. I felt like, okay, it was a time when, I, like, I just decided that this was what I was I wanted to do, like, my whole life. When did you decide Not that? my whole life, but, like, you know, yeah. like, this I want this. This yeah. is my dream. What do you remember? Like a certain moment where you thought that, or was it just like kind of? It like was um senior year of high, high school. school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, senior year of high school. And my my coach back then, like he he motivated me to you know he would just like he would be on top of me like Brian yo you're great mm-hmm. you're you're really good you don't you don't know the potential that you have like you know keep going don't ever give up and like you know and I just it just stuck in my head and um, that's a good coach yeah a lot of coaches don't do that yeah um when you went into high school did you were you varsity all four years no not freshman year i, I didn't play my freshman year mm-hmm. so during my um sophomore year that's when i started playing and yeah in high school is this time where you playing right mid or are you playing i was playing uh right i was playing right, right no no i was playing right mid yeah. right mid. i was playing right mid Okay. How was it transitioning to more of an attacking role? Did you like that? Did you I, like pushing? I loved it. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I was I was really fast back then. Yeah. Now I just I, know, I just kind of got slower, but <laughs> it's okay. Why'd you get slower? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Do you think know. that you got slower, or do you think that everybody else, as you go higher and higher up, like the level, the maybe average the speed, maybe gets, the, the the speed gets yeah. Because that's why I know in high school, like I literally could just walk. And I feel like I was beating people down yeah, the line. Yeah. And then at college, I was You're like, still oh. beating people down the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now I gotta go like really sprint. Yeah. But I, I feel like even as I go higher and higher up, like everybody, yeah. the cumulative speed of everybody like picks up too. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, that's funny. So right mid attacking. Right. I can see. I, honestly, I can see it though. Like attacking right mid. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was I was an attacking right mid, and then sometimes I'll play like uh, right back mm-hmm. if the coach needed me there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, were you doing any extra training, like on your own, like just by yourself, or were you just just playing all the time, still in pickup just, games just the playing, playing all the time, mm-hmm. just playing all the time. Like uh, after training with with the high school team, I would just go straight to like my club team, mm-hmm. and it was like that. It was like 
just soccer, soccer all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just every single day you train with your high school team, club team. Yeah. Did you still play pickup games? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and uh, did you have any like other coaches doing any like one-on-one training with you or stuff like uh, that? No, no, not really. I was just doing just just doing, just doing my club time and. So all yeah. the stuff was either your club trainings or just playing small-sided games. Small-sided games and yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I was just just watch videos to like improve and like like YouTube videos. Yeah. So yeah. become elite videos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um when yeah. you when Some you, Matt Sheldon videos. <laughs> uh did you watch a ton of soccer too growing up? Like uh like yeah. EPL or were you watching I, more I, like I was watching the, the Mexican league actually. Yeah. yeah. I was watching the Mexican league and like uh Do you have any player that you remember that you were like really remember looking up to and just like getting inspired by? Uh, Ronaldinho. Yeah, that's like yeah. everybody. I swear, honestly, everybody our age is all <laughs> yeah. crazy inspired by Ronaldinho. Yeah, Ronaldinho. I'll say Ronaldinho. I'll say um, Dani Alves. You know, I used to play right back. So yeah, I, 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 I watched tons watching. of Dani Alves now. Even yeah. still now. Yeah. Um, I Ronaldinho was was me too. Like I was like thirteen or fourteen. And I remember seeing the the Joga Bonito videos. Oh you know? yeah, yeah, it was slapped on in them. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> and I just remember seeing like Ronald, just the way they could move the balls, Latan bouncing on yeah. his chest, yeah, and yeah. the one where Ronaldinho like hits it off the crossbar and comes back. And on. It comes back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I just remember being like, I want to be able to do yeah. that with the ball. Yeah. And especially when I saw like, I, I was like. You know, I was a, more of a basketball player even uh-huh. as a kid, but I saw Ronaldinho do the around the world uh-huh. for the first time. I was like, that's the sickest thing. And I remember going to my garage and practicing it for the entire <laughs> summer, trying to do the around the world. Oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah. That was me as well. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> it's it's yeah. so sick. It's cool how, like, everybody has, like, a similar story of seeing that yeah. and getting inspired. So, so high school now... You know, junior, senior year, you're really thinking, like, I want to go pro. Yeah. Like, that's what you want to do yeah. with your life. Yeah. Um, did you, what was your, like, in yourself? You, I knew your coach was saying, you can do it, you can do it, you do it. But were you like, I'm going to be a pro no matter what? Were you like, I don't know if it's going to work out? Like, how were you thinking at that age? At that age, I was, what, 17? Yeah. yeah. 17. So, um, so then I, I got, um, I got a scholarship to a junior college in Syracuse, New York. Mm-hmm. And um, just played there one year, but during during that whole year in my mind, I'm like, okay, how can I jump to the MLS, or like, okay, how can I get to the pro level? Mm-hmm. I I just I just want to play soccer. Like my mind just I didn't want to I didn't want to be in school anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I just wanted to play soccer and like become a pro. So I got this call from my cousin, you know, Anthony's older brother, mm-hmm. Louis. His name is Louis, and he's like he's. He's playing in Hungary, you know, with, in the top top team in Hungary, and he's telling me. He calls me, and he's like, Brian, you know, there's a, an opportunity for you to come here. You can try out, and we'll see how it goes. So I just, and this is at 18 after one year of yeah, junior college? After after one year of junior college, 18. Uh-huh. And I just decided to, like, quit college and just go all out. Uh-huh. So just got my ticket, flew to Hungary, and just started playing out there. <laughs> How did yeah. your parents feel with, about that? Uh, my mom was, she was a bit upset about yeah. it because she wanted me to, you know, continue my my, my school and just finish college. Mm-hmm. My my college coach was also telling me not to do it, to hold hold on, just study and, you know, we'll find something, mm-hmm. you know, go to a Division One college and eventually move to the MLS. 
but I just I just couldn't say no to that. You know? Yeah, it's, it'd be hard. I mean, yeah, uh, especially if you know that like school isn't what you are really passionate about, yeah. and you have the option of doing like half school, half soccer, or right. going all soccer. Right. You know, that's that's a lot. Of, it uh-huh. seems like a common theme too about everybody that I talk to. Yeah. A lot of guys. Like I was, I felt like I was really into school like I was really good at school and I mm-hmm. didn't like enjoy it like love it but like mm-hmm. it kind of came easier to me so I didn't mind it you know right. so like I did all this I even dropped out too but yeah. like yeah but like still I was I did as I did all four years of, mm-hmm. of soccer but I still okay. needed more but yeah uh, I don't know it's a lot of players you just I feel like when you're there you just have a gut feeling if it's for you or not yeah you know? and you it, just felt it huh? I just felt it so I just I just just flew flew out there and uh, how did you get scouted to the junior college in the first place? Was it from your club team or something? It, it was from my it was actually it was from my from my coach from my um, high school coach. Oh. I had offers from like different D one colleges, but my SAT scores weren't weren't so good. Yeah. So I had to like go through that process like junior college which mm-hmm. I think a lot, a lot of players that do yeah. a lot of like you know yeah a lot of players have that same pl- problem yeah, it's yeah. like either um, financially they don't get a full scholarship to a mm-hmm. D1 and junior college is cheaper or it's like the SAT score SAT grades scores. something like that so yeah, yeah. My, my thing was the SATs and I mean I just yeah pretty much that um did you whenever when you were like buying the ticket at all? Were you just full like so excited, or did you think that maybe like were you nervous about maybe I should go try to transfer to a D one school and finish my education? My mind was set up already. Uh huh. Yeah, like my mind were was trying to convince me. Family was trying to convince me to like continue school, mm-hmm. but it was just like it just wasn't even in your brain. No, nah, you couldn't be convinced nah. at that point. Yeah. At a point, I kind of got upset because. To me, it became my dream, and mm-hmm. I just didn't want anyone to like get in between that. Yeah, and so I just. I I feel like that's a hard thing to do, too. Is is when your family, like the closest people in your life, yeah. are telling you not to do something. Right. But you just feel like they don't believe in your dream. Yeah. But now I, I I think about it. It's not that they don't believe. They just want you know they they want the best for you and mm-hmm. they just want you to have options yeah you yeah. know school is is great you know but if you have a dream hey you should go out there go in and follow your dreams and go go yeah go hard. you took the the high risk high reward route yeah. and they wanted you to take the high reward like low lower risk route. yeah you know finish right. the school because then you have the backup plan right um and, that, and so okay so you buy the one-way ticket over to hungary uh-huh um, I'm guessing you don't speak Hungarian. It was actually a two-way ticket. Two, you got a, you bought your return ticket? Yeah, yeah. Okay. just in case. I mean, I didn't know how things were going to work out. If I was going to stay in a club, I, I was going to find a club. So I had like, okay, if this don't work out, I'll just go back and I'll see what, what I do. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. So you fly over there. You don't speak Hungarian, huh? No. no. <laughs> you didn't learn it in school? 
Come on. <laughs> um, so you, you fly over there. When, what, is this during the winter now? So you just this finished? was this was um it was about around summertime. It was okay, summertime. so you finished the full year of school then. Yeah. And then so you you left right, in the summer. Right. So right before the season starts. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and how'd it go? So fly over okay, there. So fly take out. me through when you land in Hungary and just so I land in Budapest, which uh-huh. is the capital of, of Hungary. Beautiful city, huh? Yeah. It's yeah. Beautiful. Love Budapest. <laughs> And like I had um, so some of the guy. Well, there was a guy that was in charge of like picking me up from the club. Mm-hmm. So he picked me up, uh, and just long drive to Debrecen, which is like about three hours away from Budapest. Oh, wow. So I'm just looking around like, wow, I'm really doing this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so just just thinking about it, like, okay, what was. I gotta set goals. I have to do something. I have to play, and I, what am I gonna do? What are the trainings gonna be like? Yeah. Uh, am I gonna get along with the players? How is this good? You know. Yeah. You're going to a professional team. It's it's totally different from you know college and stuff. Mm-hmm. So so just arrived there and um, my first training with the club. It was like it was actually the beep test. Not not the first training, but like like a week later. Okay. The beep test. That was my first time doing the beep test, and I killed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, That's I killed sick. it. That's I sick. was like, I was like the last one to come out. Wow. Yeah. So coach was impressed with that. He was impressed with yeah. that. He was impressed with that. But I didn't stay at the club at Debrecen. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't give me a contract. I didn't. They, you know, they didn't want to pay me. They wanted to just sign me, sign a contract, and see how, just see if you know if things were gonna be good. If I was gonna be a good player. Mm-hmm. But I needed money, you know. I was not gonna just sign for free. Yeah. So I went to a third division club, uh, played there for for six six months, mm-hmm. did really good, and then I signed with a second division club close to Budapest, Seged, and that's where I played for like the rest of the season mm-hmm. and like a year and a half at Seged. Okay, wow. Well. And um. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that so six months did you transfer in that winter transfer then is that how is that what you did from the third division to the second division yeah okay yeah um, how was uh, how was the level of like the third division compared to what you were used to at junior college or even the second division or the or the wherever uh, second division was a lot a lot a lot different from third and third division and college it was mm-hmm. a lot a lot physical uh, technical technical wise physical wise and. It was as just the pace of the game. It was different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. It was a how, great. Ex- to me, it was a great experience. How was yeah. it being? Uh, were there any other foreigners that could like, uh, speak English really well? Or a lot of Hungarians spoke English. Uh huh. Couple of them. Yeah. But at the locker room, everything's in Hungarian, right? Yeah. And did you feel like you were left out of that? At or? some point, yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, there's always someone that's you know a good teammate. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, hey, you'll be fine. You'll be all right. That's you know. Yeah, that's what when I was in Germany. The locker rooms would do that. Uh-huh. Every, it'd be Germany, just kind of sit there. You yeah, know, like just looking, looking around, around. Like, in your own head, and someone's yeah. like, "So where are you from?" Like, yeah. in English, and you're like, "Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Nice. Just Thanks. wait for someone to come and like you know, yeah. start a conversation. Yeah. It's always yeah. It's true. There's always one nice person that's yeah. always one yeah. looking out. Mul- usually, there's multiple people yeah. at a time. Um, but you, how'd you play? How'd you play with the third division club and the second uh, division club as well? At in third division, I, I was really good. I scored on my my debut game, played really good, and um, and then yeah, this this opportunity to go to second division came mm-hmm. and 
and you know I had to take it. Yeah. Were uh, were you at this point? Were you playing center mid now? I was playing right right mid. Oh, okay, still right, right mid. mid. Okay. Still right mid, and mid season in in Seged, uh, coach wanted me to play defensive mid, and that's when oh, okay. that's when I started playing defensive mid. That's when you made the switch. Huh? That's when I made the switch. Uh, how was yeah. making the switch? I was confused. <laughs> yeah, like my first like training, he's like, "Okay, I want you to play defensive mid. Just want to see how how that works." Mm-hmm. And it was just different, mm-hmm. but you know, I had to do it. I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. It's I made the switch to right. I was a striker in college. Oh. Striker, yeah, okay. center striker, sometimes left winger, what kind of right foot. All right, and then after college, some scout and a couple coaches were like, We really see you like right back potential. And yeah. I made the switch and I trained with Sacramento Republic, okay. learning the right back. Right, but same thing, I was lost, absolutely yeah. lost that yeah. position. And you know who was doing my helping me out the most was uh, with the positioning? Uh-huh. Nemanja Vukovic. Oh, wow, yeah, he Vuko? was, yeah, Vuko. He was at, he was playing for Sacramento and he yeah. would, he would. Yell at me, tell me where to go. Um, he'd yell at me a lot. But yeah, he, I learned so much. Okay, yeah, because nice. he's a, he's a talented player. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah. Did, how were your teammates? Did, were they directing you everywhere? Did you pick it yeah. up quick? I, I picked it up after like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so now this is. You said you were at the Seg. How do you Seged, say Seged. Seged. You were at Seged, Seged for a year and a half. Right? A year and a half. Yeah. Um. So wow, that's two full years in Hungary. Huh? Yeah. Did you have any chance to go back to America at all? Uh, like to, to see your family? To, yeah, yeah. Like, uh-huh. I'll, during the break, during, like, season break, I'll go for a month or two, mm-hmm. and then I'll just fly back to Hungary. Yeah. And your cousin, he's over there at that time, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you see him when you were over yeah, in Hungary? Yeah, That's cool. That's really cool. Like, he'll travel to my, to my city, mm-hmm. or I'll just travel to his city, and, you know, we'll, it was, I didn't feel alone. I didn't feel alone That's because good. he was there. Yeah. He spoke Hungarian, so... He would just take me everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. That's always it's, cool. n- it's nice to have that, even if it's like not in like the same, um, like city. It's just a nice to know somebody in case mm-hmm. like something does happen. Right. You right. have him there. It's, you don't yeah. feel so stranded. And I, I had him. Like he yeah. was just there with me the whole time. Um, yeah. Were you? Did you have your own apartment when you were there? Yeah. Yeah, I had my own apartment. Did you ever get lonely? Nah. No. Nah, because you know my cousin was was there. Yeah. And I had a couple friends from the from the team, but they were really nice with me. Mm-hmm. Not not like not like they were like from um, Serbia and like okay. Romania. That's that's yeah, because a lot of those a lot of like Eastern European clubs would play in Hungary, huh? right? Yeah. So yeah. I knew a couple of Serbians that were playing in Hungary uh-huh. and like really enjoyed it. Yeah, and they yeah. liked it. They tell me a lot about it. Yeah. Um, that's sick though. That's honestly, I didn't know that you played in Hungary. That's why I really like doing these things. <laughs> you just learn so much. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and that's so what happened. So you were there for an, a Hungary for two, for years, two now. years. You finished up that second season. Uh huh. Did and, you um, want to leave? Did you want to stay? I wanted to stay. Uh huh. But and I had like I had this option to play with this first division club, and when that happened, uh, they canceled my my working visa. Oh. Because something happened, I don't know if I should talk about it. But, I mean, something something happened when I first signed with my first club, like uh-huh. the third division club. Something happened that didn't go right, and like I just couldn't stay in the country mm-hmm. with a working visa. I will only stay as a tourist, but I couldn't stay as a were in a working visa, so I had to go back to to the U.S. So at this point, I'm like, okay, what now? How frustrating is that too? I, 
You get like you everything is working out, and yeah. then because of that, something you can't control. Something I can't control. Yeah, I just can't do anything about it anymore. I cried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I just felt like my dream was. I felt like it was a setback. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, what what do I do now? Uh, I need to find a club because I'm 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 already doing. I'm I'm on the road. I have to do something. I have to find a club. That's when I moved back to Honduras, mm-hmm. and um. Platense. That's when I signed to Platense, and yeah. And when you you finished up in Hungary, uh, when you found out they couldn't get the visa or the problem there, mm-hmm. how long did you stay there and try to like wait if it could work out? Like, did you stay a couple of weeks? Did you just go directly back to America, directly to Honduras? I like, waited. We waited. We waited uh, about about a month to see if they can they. And it was we were able to fix that problem, mm-hmm. but no, no, no chance. So just flew back to the U.S. and um, worked worked for for about three months. Mm-hmm. Got my ticket, flew to Honduras. Wow. Yeah. And this, uh, sorry, this is with in Hungary. The team that you're about to play with was first division, right? Yeah. That's that's yeah. That's honestly heartbreaking yeah it was it was heartbreaking like literally you everything's going right yeah working working training mm-hmm. succeeding and you get that breakthrough yeah that thing you've been working for yeah yeah and then because of something you can't control that happened and um, um, when you went back to america where did you where'd you work you said you worked where'd you work worked at upper 90 is a, okay. a soccer store dang um, how was that time when you were back home working uh, you, how are you? How are is like your spirits? Were you? And this is like you're like motivated because you knew that you're gonna go to Honduras, or were you still just really devastated from what happened in Hungary? I I was dev- I was I was I was upset. I was uh-huh. frustrated a bit, but then um, I was thinking, okay, if a door closes, another door will open. Mm-hmm. I just have to find my way. I'm not gonna give up on my dream. I'm gonna just keep going until I get where I want to get. And I had a couple of friends telling me, hey, why don't you go to Honduras? Go try out. You'll do great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you'll do great. So I just just decided to go back. So when you flew down to uh, Honduras, did you have any trials lined up? Or was it just like, I'm just going to buy a ticket and we'll see what happens? No, no, no. Uh, so at this point, Anthony, mm-hmm. the, my, the one that plays in Girona, he, he was playing for Olympia, which is the biggest club in Honduras. Mm-hmm. And he told me, okay, come, you know, try out with the club, see how it goes. So, okay. so I was going and I had a team to go to, to try out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Because Olympia and Platense are the two. No, Olympia is like the biggest club. Uh-huh. And Platense is like the first champion in Honduras, uh-huh. like in history. Okay. Olympia is like the biggest club. Like Olympia is the biggest one. Huh? The most cups and everything. Okay. And then it's Motagua, Real España. Uh, Marathon, then it's Platense, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so how was going to Honduras then? How did how did it go down there when you flew down there? Uh, I was happy. I yeah. was happy to be back home. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just just dreaming and just hoping that things will, will go right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't stay in Olympia. Mm-hmm. They didn't sign me because they wanted me to have, like, Honduran experience, like, oh, I see. with the league experience. I did good in my tryouts, but they just, you know, when they sign a player, they they expect the player to have like, 
this big like um you know experience mm-hmm. you know what i mean so okay i said okay i'm, I'm just gonna go to a, a smaller club i tried out for four different clubs and door close mm-hmm. in olympia it was because you know i was um they wanted me to have experience in, in other clubs okay <laughs> Oh, it's taking a little longer, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know. We're 32 minutes in. Oh, wow. Okay. I told you, bro. Yeah. It's so, easy. And then I tried for different clubs, and they just couldn't have my... They didn't they didn't, they didn't have, like, a pin to, like, have the like the international transfer. Mm. So door closed. Door closed, door closed, door closed. And then I had to wait for, like, three months and then try out for Platense. Uh-huh. And that's when, you know, I got the... Signed my two-year contract. How was when you kept on getting like, um, like you go to Olympia, doesn't work out. You go to th- three, four other clubs now, and it's not working. It's out. not working out. Did I, you feel like at any moment you were like, I might fly back home to I New did. York? Yeah, yeah. And what made you not do that? Uh, the dream. Yeah, yeah, the dream. You just knew that flying back would mean I, giving it up. I just yeah. Mm-hmm. I just knew that something was gonna happen. I believed that God was gonna open that door, and and I was something was gonna happen. You just have to be persevere, persevere, you know. Yeah. Just, and you you say it too, like oh, I had to wait three months, like it's nothing. But like, and really, if you think about how long three months actually is, yeah, you know, because it's like it always, you know, you say back, yeah, I had to wait three months, or I was you know injured for eleven months. It like. It almost um, makes it seem not as bad. Mm-hmm. But li- if you really think about how long three months is where you're just training and just waiting, yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. You know? So that's crazy that you just, I'm going to stick it out. Like, you just yeah. knew something was going to yeah. happen. Yeah. And it worked out. It worked out. Yeah. And how, how did it feel, you know, get that getting that contract from oh Latense? I cried. Yeah. <laughs> I cried. I'm, I mean, think about it, man. Yeah. You go to a club, closed door. Go to another club, closed door. And then you finally get your contract. Like wow, yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah, what I've been waiting for. That's awesome. That's so no, it's time. It's just a two-year contract, right? Yeah, two-year contract. That's sick. Yeah. Um, how was how was your family with all this too? I mean, we haven't we last time we talked about them. They said they were yeah. didn't want you to go abroad. Yeah. How have they been now at this they, point? They started believing. Mm-hmm. Like okay, hey, you made it. You signed a contract. Yeah. And they they were pushing you now, like to keep going or uh, yeah. That's good. But it, I mean, it was it was not it wasn't easy for me to have my debut game in first division in Honduras. Uh-huh. It took me about a year and a half. Really? Yeah, it took me about a year and a half of working, 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 and during this this whole year, I had family telling me, "Hey, this is not for you, man. It's not working out." Yeah. Friends, not 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 friends. Ah, oh, man, it's family actually. Really, like, more family. Okay. Yeah, like okay come back maybe this is not gonna work out things aren't going good you're not you know you're not playing mm-hmm. I just didn't give up I couldn't give up I wanted to prove myself that I, this was for me and I'm here because I'm because I'm capable of doing this and this is this is my dream and ain't nobody taking this away from me I like that and and when I started playing and they started believing mm-hmm. and so that year, just like you said, again, we, you know, makes it not seem that long. A year's a long time yeah. to just be training. Just, just training, man, and team. playing with the reserves, with like the second team uh-huh. of Latense. 
That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, a lot of people, you can always take it two ways. You know, every single time you're in that situation, you can be like, that's it. I'm never going to be on the field. Yeah. And you can completely go into your own shell, mm-hmm. stop working as hard, you yeah. know, start doing other stuff, you yeah. know. Unhealthy diet. You can start uh-huh. doing all this stuff, or uh-huh. you can be like, "I'm gonna keep working. Mm-hmm. Like I'm close, you know." Mm-hmm. And it, it worked out. It for worked you. out. I, I think. I, I think that, and I always say this to everyone: God was a major part of my life for me not to give up. Mm-hmm. I just started going to church, serving at church, and it just kept my mind like occupied. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not playing, but I'm gonna get ready for that time. Yeah, I'm gonna get ready mentally and physically. I'm not gonna give up, and when my time comes, I'm gonna ball out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, that, that's how it happened. And how was the, your debut game? We won. Yeah. We won, and I I played it, uh, and I played a great game actually. Yeah. People were t- commentators, and and like people were saying, "Well, who is this kid? Where was he? Like, well, why was he not playing this whole time?" I got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was sick. yeah, was like, sick. was he? Where 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 did he come from? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and then I started getting feedback, like, hey, man, you heard what they were saying at the at the commentators. And I'm like, man, well, glory to God, man. This, I couldn't, this could have, could have not be done without him. Mm-hmm. And from there on, the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. That's sick. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then, how, who was your debut game against? Vida. Vida is one of the clubs in, in Honduras. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, yeah. how was the rest of the season from that point on after making de- your debut? I'm guessing you played the next game as well and continued played the to play? Played the next game, played the next game, and, like, I was just, I wouldn't miss a list. Mm-hmm. And I went from, like, missing every list for, like, a year and a half to, like, playing, playing, uh, making the list. And I wasn't playing as much after my debut. Mm-hmm. But then, like, uh, uh, six months later, a coach came, and he just decided to put me in all games and I just that was my first season playing all games and mm-hmm. we made it to the finals really yeah so That's I played sick. my first final in Honduras which was a dream uh-huh. uh playing as a you know as a starting playing in the starting 11 the mm-hmm. whole the whole season wow yeah uh how's the final game Amazing, uh-huh. full stadium. Yeah, I've seen pictures of. Yeah, uh, I've seen like Johnny's actually shown me a lot yeah. of uh, just the atmosphere down there, the game. Man, man, it looks amazing. Like I still get goosebumps. Yeah, it was a dream. It was a dream. Yeah. How many fans were at the final game? I have to show you. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure how much, but uh-huh. how many people? But it was a full stadium. Do you have a picture of it? Yeah. Yeah, send me that picture. I'll throw it up on the, in the pile. I'll throw it in there. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's, honestly, it's the best thing to play in from a pack stadium like yeah. that. Like, Matt, like... It's the best feeling. You know how you have to communicate with your teammates, yeah. right? I couldn't hear my teammates. I couldn't hear my voice. <laughs> yeah. That's how, how loud it was. Uh-huh. Like, I felt like the ground was, like, shaking. Mm-hmm. That's how much people it was. That's so sick. Because yeah. <laughs> even um, like America, the atmosphere is not what it is mm-hmm. in other countries like that. But um, even like I remember the first time I played at FC Cincinnati, uh-huh. like twenty five thousand. Right. But like it wasn't the jumping up and down where mm-hmm. you can't hear. It's loud, but it's not that loud. But even that, like, just amazing. Like the atmosphere yeah. is just one of the best things mm-hmm. in the world because it's just it just makes it that much more pressure, that much more adrenaline, and that's just, right. it's like an addicting high right. that you wanted to keep chasing right. after. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then what happened after, uh, how did the final game go? 
Uh, we tied, so we tied 1-1 at uh-huh. their house, at Motagua House, which is like the second biggest club in Honduras. Mm-hmm. We tied 1-1, and then we played uh, like the final final at, at home. And uh, we tied 1-1, but they won because of the away goal. I mean, they, they won because they, wait, we, we lost 1-0. Oh, I see. We lost 1-0 at their place. Uh-huh. And we tied 1-1 at our home. So it was like 2-1. I see. Aggregate, yeah. Dang. So, uh, so it was, got, that was sad. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> that was a sad moment. But I mean, we made it that far, mm-hmm. and like people didn't believe that we'll make it that far. Yeah, and, like yeah. Because you're not. I mean, it's not where it's big club, but it's not like Olympia. Or, it's not like Olympia or Motagua. Uh-huh. So no one will bet on us. Yeah, like since like the beginning of the season, it's like okay, they have no chance. Yeah, and then we just started winning and winning, winning, winning. Final, uh-huh. and like wow, they made it. <laughs> yeah, damn. Um, and then where? What happened after? Uh, after that, because that at that point, that's the. Is this the end of your two-year contract now? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I got yeah. So they, they I resigned again uh-huh. for um for two years, for two more years. Yeah, yeah. Just was good. Uh-huh. It was good. And how did the the next two years go with the club? Good, 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 good. Similar, like playing we, a lot still. Yeah, playing a lot, uh, coming in as a sub, and um, you know, we just recently last season we won the cup. Mm-hmm. We won the cup, and I, I scored the winning goal. Yeah, the cup. Yeah. <laughs> So sick. And um, yeah, I was. We were there with Christian. Mm-hmm. We played in the same club. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's so, a small world, huh? Yeah. It's a really small world. Yeah. Um, because I was talking even with uh with Johnny Cisneros is is that he would hang out. With, you see, no teammates with you and and Christian. He's yeah. saying that he'd have dinner with Christian and his wife a lot. Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy yeah. how small the world. If for those of you guys watching, uh, Jonathan Cisneros is a uh, is a teammate that you were with. Yeah. Um, with Platensa, yeah, and he came to the Tulsa Roughnecks last at the end of last season in mm-hmm. 2018 as like a trialist, same thing that I did, mm-hmm. and so we trained here. Uh, me and Johnny t- trained here for a couple of weeks, we got to know each other really well. Mm-hmm. We were close. We went out to lunch a couple yeah. times, um, and uh, he'd watched some of my videos too. So we bonded yeah. over that, talked over that, and now he's over in, in Spain, like yeah. with uh, Leganes, yeah, yeah, doing well, and yeah. it's just crazy. Like the soccer world is very tight knit and small, yeah. and I, I feel like everybody has a mutual teammate right. or friend right. between one person or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's crazy. We were yeah. talking a lot, especially <laughs> at the beginning. He's like, "You gotta yeah. tell Brian and hi." And so, <laughs> I love Johnny. Yeah, he's a good kid. Hey, Johnny, <laughs> love you. <laughs> um, and then so okay, so now you're there. For four years, after four years being in Honduras, yeah. Um, how was I, and how's like your living situation, like apartment situation? Because it's it's from what I've heard, it's it's, it's a tough. little bit more dangerous. Yeah, it's a little bit more uh, like areas of poverty some sometimes. Uh-huh. But how was it? How is it living down there? It was good. It was good. Uh-huh. Can't complain. I mean, the city Puerto Cortez, that's where Platense is from. The mm-hmm. city. It was. It's a small city, and like everyone knows each other, so mm-hmm. it was not as dangerous as other as other cities in in, in Honduras. It was good. It was uh-huh. good. It was good living. Yeah. That's good. Um, and then, so after your four years there now, um, did you want to stay? How was it at, at that after that? 
Did you sign again or? I, did, I didn't sign. It was this was last year, right? Okay. So um, didn't sign. Uh, contract finished. I had um, you know options to go to a different club in, in Honduras, mm-hmm. uh, but I decided to come back to the U.S. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why did you decide that? Was it just your gut? Were you you, you felt like four years was actually like I wanted to I want to fix like my 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 papers. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a resident, so uh-huh. I I want to become a citizenship. I want to get my citizenship and eventually play in MLS. Mm-hmm. My whole vision before going to Honduras was that you know just get a name for myself, mm-hmm. have have this in my curriculum that you know playing in Honduras. Yeah, and then transferred to the MLS. Yeah, that that's my dream actually. Yeah, playing the MLS. MLS is 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 yeah. awesome league. Yeah, and with your resume too, like. Playing first division in Honduras for that many years and performing mm-hmm. is is like crazy. Like that's a really high level league, and like there's players that like will perform there and then go over mm-hmm. like to really great teams and do like, like really that, well. There's a friend of mine. His name is Mamadou. He's he's from Mali. Uh huh. He played in Platense for a year and now he's playing first division Portugal. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so now you're back. Uh, after that, and the season ended, when did the season end with uh, Platense? It ended in, in November. November? November. So you came back uh, back in November then? Or yeah, December? I came back in December. December. Yes. And then, and uh, how did you uh, get the connection out to Tulsa? Uh, so I have a, a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He's, he's really close with, with Coach Michael. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he spoke to coach. I spoke to him like, you know, I, I need, I need to, I want to go back to the U.S. I want to play. I want to play MLS if it's possible. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> so um, he spoke to Michael. Michael seen, you know, coach Michael seen a couple of my games back in Honduras mm-hmm. during the season. And um, yeah, eventually I got the the sign with Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, excited to play uh like were you excited to sign your first contract in in America in now? America, yeah, man. It was yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very excited, very happy to be here and looking forward to, to the season and moving up, you know, yeah. And getting to, you know, to the MLS. Yeah. That's, that's always that's, the goal. That's my dream, that's the goal. Uh-huh. And I think that's the goal for everyone here. Yeah. That should be the goal. Should be. Yeah. yeah. If it's not it's, it's not good. Yeah. Just, what are you playing for? What are you playing for? Yeah. yeah. Um too bad we weren't in the Eastern Conference, so uh-huh. you could play in front of like go to New York and play yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, because that that's that's I played in the I it was, was playing since... last two thousand seventeen with St. Louis. Um, I signed uh-huh. and they were originally the la- the year before that in the Western Conference. So right. I signed. I was like I was telling my parents I'm gonna be playing in front of you again, uh-huh. like in Portland. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to be on the West Coast. Right before season started, they shifted over to the East Eastern oh, Conference. So then all my games were that sucks. Yeah. So they came out a, a couple times though. Yeah. But, but still, it wasn't like I was playing right. over there all the time. But when we make it to the finals, we might face a team from New York. Right? Yeah. Or any oh, Eastern any, somewhere yeah. somewhere in New York. Yeah. When so, we make it to the finals, yeah. We are gonna make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Remember this. We're Remember this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so how have you been liking uh, Tulsa? How, love and, it. Yeah. Love it. Love the city. Love the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, love you guys. Yeah, it's a good team, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's a fun team. Awesome team. Yeah. Uh, and then how how would you? You've now played uh, in Hungary. You've played in Honduras. You've played in America. Uh, what's differences that you've noticed from the different countries? You know, in terms of the way they play or the, just the players themselves. Uh, Mm. Or is it because a lot of times for me it's even hard to explain sometimes like I don't know like for me 
describing the difference between Germany and New Zealand and America is, okay. is difficult. It is, it is difficult. I mean, but I see the same hunger, mm-hmm. hunger, you know, player hunger, and like the culture is different in Hungary as it is in Honduras and the U.S. Mm-hmm. A whole di- uh, a whole lot different, uh, but nothing crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. just try to like you know connect where I'm at. Just try to like. Uh, get involved with what's going on and you know just be better yeah be better and try to make whoever I'm with better yeah, yeah. I, I say like football's football you know yeah like at the end of the day like people are always like how is it you know how did you transition your game when you went over to Germany uh-huh. I'm like I just played yeah like just, I, if the team was a little bit more possession based yeah. I played a little bit more possession based yeah. the team like wanted me to hit in behind a little bit more right. I hit in behind a little bit exactly. more you yeah. kind of just automatically yeah. change the, the style exactly and it's like very slight differences and um, even team by team you mm-hmm. know um, but yeah it's, 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 it is hard to explain like yeah. I, I can't put it to words sometimes mm-hmm. um you have to live it yeah you do yeah. you do yeah. well what's been your your favorite do you have a favorite or is it just the same thing it's kind of different you uh, like different parts of different places the food yeah <laughs> i'm very passionate about food yeah. i love food i love to eat what Hungar- was the best food then Hungarian food uh is this good mm-hmm. Honduran food is great i'll i'll, I'll stick with the Honduran food mm-hmm. yeah that's cool. Yeah. Um, so sick. That's a that's a cool story. I, I like that. You, you, and you've had your ups and your downs of your career. Yeah. yeah. And um, that's a very very common like theme in mm-hmm. everybody's story. Is like, you as a pro, you have incredibly high highs when you score the game winner of the cup final or something. Yeah. And you have incredibly low lows when you get when you, when your visa doesn't work to go play first uh, division Hungary. Yeah. But um. It's 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 all about like for me I always think it's like writing out the lows, right. waiting for the highs, just, not getting too high. Exactly, and just never like don't ever give up. Like mm-hmm. if you have a dream, go out there and like go go at it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna it's not gonna be easy, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you um, think is like the the lowest the lowest point where you thought like you came the closest to quitting? Where was that in your career? Hmm. <sighs> When I signed my contract with Blatense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when you came closest to quitting? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because, I mean, after going to four clubs and getting re- like not getting a contract, what are you thinking? You're just oh, like, okay, yeah. man, maybe this is not for me. All right? Mm-hmm. So that, I think that was my lowest point. So in that yeah. three months, like, bef- before signing then? Mm-hmm. Okay. After yeah. signing, you were popped. After signing, I was popped. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is for me. Yeah. Isn't that this funny, is... too? But then, like, that, you can switch from, like, this isn't for me but it, to, it's, like... I mean, let me tell you a little story, right? Yeah. Okay. This is why I say uh, this is God. This is God. This mm-hmm. is not Brian. It's God. Because that night, like, the window the window closed was, was about to close. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, the next day. Wow. And... I was not getting my contract yet. I, I wasn't. I wasn't signed with the club yet. Mm-hmm. And then that night, I prayed to God, like, okay, if this is your will for me not to play, nothing will happen tomorrow. If it's your will, I need an answer because I'm 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 fed up. I'm frustrated. I'm not getting any answers. Next morning, the coach from the reserves team wakes me up and tells me that the 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 president of the club is calling me to sign my contract. Really? Yeah. So it's like, okay, people might think, okay, it's a coincidence, it was meant to happen, but no, I, I asked for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I, I needed an answer, and I got my answer in the morning. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. 
That's that that really crazy. Yeah. So. That's cool. Um, then what was the best moment? Like a best career, moment? Do you think? Yeah. The best moment. Man, that goal, man. And the cup final? The cup final. Just just um, making my family proud. Making myself, my city, the city um, where Platense is from proud. Mm-hmm. Just give them, give them that happiness because they had about 17 years without winning a cup. Wow. And it's like, okay, you score the winning goal, you give the city a cup, and you give the city happiness, uh-huh. people happiness. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. So cool. Um, now I got a, a couple more questions for you, okay. and then we'll, we can wrap it up. Um, but obviously, most of the people that watch this are aspiring professional soccer players. Mm-hmm. What would be your best advice for those people, you know, to become pro, to, like, follow in your footsteps or do anything? Do you have any, like, single piece of advice that sticks out in your head that you want to give people? Uh, an advice yeah about chasing your goal is like anything that anything honestly um, that's helped you God first place mm-hmm. God first place in my life I feel like he's been key like I told you before and um just just him yeah him in my life is everything if I have him I have everything yeah yeah that's good you got that's like that you got a north star that like yeah. is constantly leading you yeah um he's and then leading me yeah yeah that's and uh do you have any, if you could go back now to yourself at any time, like 16, 17, 18, do you have any piece of advice for him? For who? For you at 16. If you could go back and like take a time machine and tell 16, 17-year-old <laughs> Brian something, what would you say? Surrender your, your life to God. Uh-huh. Give your heart to God. Same advice that you give everybody. Same advice mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Were you, were you, um, you said you got more religious. Where did you, you say you got the, you really started reading the Bible and doing when, um, when when I signed my first contract. Okay, so in high school were I, you still Christian or? No, I mean, I knew that God existed, but everyone knows that God exists. Mm. But do you do you like have a relationship with Him? I don't feel like it's a religion; it's a relationship. And when you see it like that, it's like a father son relationship, mm-hmm. right? So if you have your dad, why your dad will not give you what you want? If you being a good son, and that's how I see him. Mm-hmm. He's my my father, my my heavenly father, and he's the owner of everything. <laughs> why would he not give me? Why would not he? Why would not help? Why would he not help me accomplish my dreams for his glory? Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. That's good. That's <laughs> yeah. good. Um, and then. Uh, I think that's all the questions I have. So I don't think I'm yeah. good. It's a, it's a great story, Brian. Was, I really like sitting down and. Uh, and hearing it. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem, bro. Love it. So this is, this is Brian Reyes. As always, all your Instagram stuff is going to be in the description. So yeah. be sure to follow Brian. Um, hit him up, you know, in the DMs or something. If you, if you liked his story, you wanted to uh, just reach out to him, if that's okay. It's fine. <laughs> um, anyway, this is the Against All Odds podcast, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.